your ride ready for spring driving with Dobbs Spring Break Deals. Money saver deals you can use on Goodyear, Pirelli, Cooper, Michelin, and General Tires. Expert auto service, too. Click on GoToDobbs.com for spring break deals now. For over two decades, E&B Granite has been St. Louis's trusted name for kitchen, bathroom, and outdoor space renovations that are guaranteed to bring new life into your living spaces. Their skilled team will provide you with personalized customer service, fast turnaround times, and prices you won't find with big box stores. Support local and schedule free consultation at enbgranite.com or call them at 314-645-9300 or better yet, stop by the showroom and explore their massive inventory. Again, that's enbgranite.com. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on gotodobbs.com today. Our St. Louis, it's BK and Ferrario, live from the Car Shield Studio on 101 ESPN. Balance Ferrario and Tanner Hendricks, and I'm Brandon Kylie. Coming up in about 15 minutes or so, we're going to get into the latest Ferrario five, the five best moments from this Cardinals winning streak. We'll do that coming up in about 10 minutes or so. But right now, let's go out to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. Happy to be joined by the producer for MLB Network. You know him as Keith Costas. He joins us on 101 ESPN. Keith, we appreciate the time. And last time we talked with you, I think everybody was getting fired for the Cardinals. And now they're going to the playoffs. How you doing, my friend? I have no idea what you guys are talking about. I've been saying all year, you know, if they can get to Labor Day with their heads above water, you know, all it will take is a 17-game winning streak to get through. So, I mean, I know some people were down on them, but just going according to script to me. Keith, I'm right there with you, man. I've always said this team has the potential for a 100-win season. And look, this is just a great year. You got that open ready for us? No, no, no. We don't need that, Keith. I've been with you, man. I've been with you. This team is dominant all year long. Right, exactly. Just how we drew it up. Well, in all seriousness, though, Keith, what have you made of this, man? Take your producer hat off, throw that to the side for a moment, pretend you're not even in the media, put your fan hat on. What's this been like to watch as the Cardinals are going through a historically great stretch in the month of September? Well, first of all, the fan hat usually stays on, even if it's underneath the work hat at times, but it never really comes off. But, yeah, this, uh, this little run has been unbelievable to watch. You know, I think I'm probably in the same boat as a lot of your listeners. I can't really remember a season where I was less invested in Cardinal baseball. I mean, I still obviously followed the team and cared about the team, but, you know, having to follow the other 29 teams for work too. It's, uh, I've had the luxury since I've been at LB network of the Cardinals always kind of being in the mix and being one of the relevant teams. So the work and the fan part of it was always kind of crossing over, but this year, you know, I've probably watched less of the team through August or so than I can ever remember. And now I haven't missed a pitch in the last couple of weeks. So to be able to re-engage, with the team like this and have them charge towards the postseason has been awesome. Keith, we've talked a lot here on BK and Ferrario about how this team right now is giving everyone 2011 vibes. And you remember that 2011 run for this Cardinals team. And look, this team doesn't have a pool holes, but does it give you the vibes of that run that they did in 2011? Yeah, I mean, it's hard not to. You think you're never going to see anything crazier than what they did in 2011, and then they come up with a 17-game winning streak. So it's hard not to draw those parallels, even early in the streak when, you know, 17 wasn't on anyone's mind, even when they were just in single digits. You kind of started to see how those parallels could be drawn. You know, some of the contributors they've had in the bullpen, some of the veteran pickups, you know, I think people forget 
what a big role a guy like Edwin Jackson kind of played, helping stabilize needs some innings for that 2011 team, kind of a similar dynamic with the Lester acquisition and some of the stuff that they did at the trade deadline that was much behind at the time, but has actually worked out pretty well. So, yeah, I mean, even aside from just the improbable runs late in the season and the kind of magical endings that happened for that team, both in September and obviously in October, too, I think there's some uh, – there's some roster similarities, too, that I'm sure you guys have talked plenty about over the last couple of weeks. Keith Cost is joining us here on 101 ESPN. Keith, when you size up this Cardinals team, and let's let's set aside the June and everything uh, about that, the team that we're watching right now, when you size them up compared to the other teams that are going to make the National League postseason, how do they compare in your mind? Well, I mean, I think the obvious question is what do the Cardinals have in the rotation beyond the top with Wainwright? And I guess you could throw Lester into that mix, too, as their second guy with the way he's been pitching recently. But then again, you look at the way that postseason baseball has been played over the last five, ten years, really in the more recent history, especially the last handful of years. And it's not like the 90s. We're not talking about teams like the 90s Braves where you're just going to run out four starters and have them hopefully go six, seven innings apiece. I mean, all these teams are in all hands on deck situation for the most part. Obviously, certain rosters are constructed differently. You'd like to be in the position where the Dodgers are, where they can run out basically a frontline starter for every game if that's what it calls for. But, you know, the Cardinals, with the way this bullpen has developed and some of the pitchers that they're getting back from injury, I mean, to be determined what their status is for the postseason when you talk about guys like Hudson and Flaherty. But, you know, you start to look at the depth, and if some of these midseason pickups, especially in the bullpen, can keep it up, I think that they're – they're well-positioned. I mean, they're playing with house money at this part, if we're being honest. I think they're well-positioned to make probably more noise than uh, than fans outside of St. Louis realize following this run. I think people are inclined to say, oh, well, you know, 17 in a row, it's, it's otherworldly, it's a magical run, props to them. But, you know, eventually the other shoe's going to drop. But I actually think that this roster, especially on the pitching side, is coming together pretty nicely to give them a chance to compete with just about any team they go up against. I'm not saying they're going to run through the rest of the National League. But I don't see why the Cardinals have any reason to look at their roster and think they're extremely deficient in one area or another where they're, it's going to prevent them from even having a chance in the series. I, you know, I like where they're at right now. You know, Keith, people people say the shoe's going to drop on the offense an awful lot. Even through this streak, I've seen people say, like, ah, this offense is red hot, but it's not going to last because they know what happened at the beginning and the first chunk of the season. What's made you believe from watching this offense perform in the 17-game win streak that this just isn't a fluke? This is actually what the offense looks like. Well, I mean, there's a lot of different ways you could go with that question. Obviously, I think one of the biggest storylines has been the outfield. It's not exactly a hidden storyline when you've got your top prospect playing right field and the last two National League players of the week in left and center. It's not exactly like you have to dig deep to get to the fact that that's been a big, big part of what they've done offensively. But to me, I mean, with all due respect to Paul Goldschmidt, who's been one of the best players in the National League for the better part of a decade now, I wasn't sure if he had this level of production left in him. Now, you look at his numbers from last year. He had an on-base percentage over 400. His, you know, the bottom line numbers in terms of his OPS and some of his advanced metrics looked a lot like what they do this season, but he got there in a much different way. You know, he didn't have to be pitched to like he does in this lineup with O'Neill and Arenado behind him, so it was largely on-base driven and didn't have the damage. And so Goldschmidt has really surprised me, not just in September, but really going back you know, early July in terms of being able to really produce at an MVP level. I thought that he could be a really solid player for the Cardinals throughout the duration of the contract. You know, obviously he does more than just hit with what he does defensively and solid base runner, 12 for 12 in steals and not just the steals going first to third. So I thought he'd still be a good, solid all around player for his entire tenure with the Cardinals, but I didn't think he'd be able to necessarily get back to what he was 
in his 20s and his peak in Arizona in terms of slugging and hitting for a high average like he has for the better part of three or four months now. So just having that kind of legitimate MVP caliber player in the lineup, not to mention the development of the outfielders and a guy like Arenado hitting cleanup now that can drive in 100 runs. I didn't see that coming for the Cardinals in the two spots. So, you know, you would you would think that maybe somebody like Goldschmidt, one of the highest paid and highest profile players on the rosters, wouldn't be the thing that surprises you. <laughs> but to me, that's been a big surprise. You mentioned the outfield as well as we're talking with Keith Costas for another couple of minutes here on 101 ESPN. Tyler O'Neill has had an incredible season. We just got done talking about him. He's potentially, depending on if he gets one more steal this year, but if he does, he's going to be the first Cardinal with at least 30 home runs and 15 steals in a single season since Albert Pujols and the only guy other than Albert Pujols to do that over the last 20 years. Where were you at, at on Tyler O'Neill at the end of last year when he was pinch hit for in the final out of game three of the uh, wild card series against the Padres compared to where you are on him today? I think I was in the same place where really any unbiased and logical observer had to be on him at the end of last year, which was obviously a super talented player and a really, really athletic guy with some intriguing tools, but just so much swing and miss and such an inconsistent track record that I think you had to go in with, uh, with some caution into this year, if you were going to give him 500 at best, but fast forward to the end of the year, I heard you guys in the last segment kind of talking about some of those, uh, those stat cast numbers. And you look at, you know, what you guys were talking about, the way he hits the ball in terms of his hard hit rate and just his raw speed. You look around the league, there's only three other guys in the top 10% in hard hit rate and sprint speed. Fernando Tatis, Ronald Acuna, Shohei Otani. I'd say that's pretty good company <laughs> for Tyler O'Neill to be keeping. And if you're going to mix in a 300 batting average like he's put together for the last couple months, I'm not saying that's what he's going to be for the, for the duration of his career, but you look at this guy in a vacuum and just put him out there on the open market for a one-year contract, you're looking at like a $30 million player. Mm-hmm. I mean, Tyler O'Neill for the last two months, that's about as good as it gets. That's a top-end value in terms of you know position players around the league. So do I think he's going to be that long-term? Probably not. Do I think he might be closer to that than what we saw from the first three years of his career? Yeah, I think that that's probably the best position to take on him right now is that this guy's going to be an above-average to well-above-average player for the foreseeable future. So, Keith, we've had this argument on BK and Ferrario a lot, and I know fans are asking it as well. The Cardinals are notorious for handing out extensions early. Would you give Tyler O'Neill an extension this upcoming offseason, or would you like to see one more year of this before you extend him? And, Keith, as an example, one guy that we've been talking a lot about is potentially giving him a Randall Gritchick type of contract because he's, he's just about to hit uh, arbitration. So, like, five years, 50 to $55 million is kind of what you'd be potentially looking at. Yeah, I do think that that's probably the right range to discuss. Um and, man, wouldn't that just be the perfect ending to kind of the last 12 months for the Cardinals? I mean, to me, really, that's the story of what's happened in September. I know people in St. Louis are aware of it, but from a national level, that's kind of what I've been preaching. So, you know, everybody and all my coworkers, there will be network in terms of the storyline that we can't miss with what's going on with the Cardinals. I mean, to go from last October when Randy Rosarena turned into Babe Ruth in the postseason and everyone in St. Louis, myself included, full disclosure, was ready to jump off a bridge with the way <laughs> the kind of outfield situation had played out over the last handful of years, to then turn around 12 months later <laughs> with something even more extreme, a 17-game win streak in September that's fueled largely by the outfielders, especially Tyler O'Neill, who's playing left field, where, where Rosarena would probably play. I mean, getting into the postseason in that fashion and then 
extending O'Neal with a deal that would be universally approved by Cardinals fans, given what he's done recently, would that not be the perfect vindication for Bill DeWitt and John Mozeliak, given how these last uh, 12 to 18 months have played out? So will they do it? I don't know. But, man, that would be quite the cherry on top of what's been a storybook finish to the year for the Cardinals. It absolutely would. And, Keith, I hope we're able to talk with you again here pretty soon as the Cardinals are maybe making a little bit of a run throughout the National League playoffs. We've got the wild card next Wednesday night. We're looking forward to that. And then we will be talking with you as they go through whoever they play with the uh, within the NLDS either the Giants or the Dodgers. Always appreciate the insights, Keith. We'll talk with you again soon, my friend. All right, guys. Sounds good. Thanks for having me. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Peloton's best offer of the season is here. Get up to $300 off accessories when you purchase a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. Choose from a variety of accessories, like our cycling shoes, a heart rate monitor, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. If you've been looking for a sign to join Peloton, this offer gives you everything you need to get going. This limited time offer ends November 28th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer starts November 14th and ends November 28th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.